Hello, welcome to the Unstoppable Life podcast with your host, Werner Hayward. Today we are talking about the topic, domestic violence. Is it taboo to talk about sex? To talk about domestic violence, the epidemic that is taking place, left, right, and center, women are being killed. Today's topic, I want to talk to you about it. And I want you to, you know, uh, engage with me and respond. And let me know if you think this is taboo. Because someone says to me, to, you know, this week that it was, Women don't want to talk about it because it is a taboo to talk about domestic violence and sexual abuse. And I don't see how that is, but I know the word taboo comes from, uh, is a religious custom prohibiting anyone talking about or um, associating with someone uh, who probably have gone through sexual abuse or maybe involved in um, not wanting to talk about it. Well, I think it's time that we stop using that word taboo because it is not taboo for a woman to be in a relationship and to be being hit left, right and center. It is not taboo for a woman to be, whether that is marriage or whatever relationship it is, that she is being hit, that she can't have a life of her own. That's not what we are meant for. We are meant to be together. We are meant to be side by side with our male partners. We are meant to be their helpmate, not to be their punching bags, not to be kicked around, and especially when we are in the body of Christ. Last week, I spoke to you about someone that got killed, you know, in front of her children, her son, her husband chopped her up. This week, on Friday, this Nigerian singer um, we, you know, she's a gospel singer. She writes songs and everything like that. And only to find out that she got killed by her husband. 40 years. She's only in her 40s and has left four children behind. Now, when are we going to wake up? When are we going to realize that our lives come first? You know, we are children of God, every one of us, whether you believe in God or not. Some of you might just believe in the universe. Some of you might just believe in the moon and the stars and the sun. That's fine. It's all, it's all his creation. But when it comes to a woman staying in a relationship because she is made to stay there and to take what is ever is happening and say, oh, pray and fast and do all these different things and it will pass. No, it will not pass. That's not what we were designed for. We were not, we were not designed to live in a relationship that, that is going to cause us harm. 
is not going to is not going to work. It, it's 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 sort of like um, ridiculous to say that you know how we should that a woman should stay there because God hates divorce. That's not yes, he talked about hating divorce, but that's not a reason that he wants us to be in a relationship that is killing us. It is killing us. When one woman gets hurt, every woman should feel it. Every woman should feel that pain. You know, when I heard about that today, I felt hurt. I felt that pain. I felt like I was paralyzed. I couldn't do anything because I felt that was me. It was me being hurt. It was me being killed all over again. And we have got to understand that our life matters. We have a life and we need to live it. We need to live it in harmony. We need to live in peace. And there's no reason why we, can we cannot live in peace. It pains me to see that when a woman is being, um, uh, when a woman is going through these things that everyone just keeps silent because it is, as the person said to me, I don't think she meant anything bad by it, uh, but it's just a, a word that is being thrown around and words matters, words matters. Um, how what the things we say and the things we do when we use words you know just we just use the word it's just a word so i'm just going to use it without thinking that does something that says something about who we are and what we think so we're not going to talk about it we're not going to I'm going to let women suffer in silence. And it's that silence that is that they are staying and is causing the hurt and the pain. And not only when that person gets killed, is that person alone. It affects so many other people. Think about the children that are left behind. Think about the trauma that those children are going to grow up with. Think about the love that they should be receiving from their mom and their dad. That is no longer because now he is, um, he is, I guess, in you know, being arrested. Now we have got to wait to see what's going to be the outcome of that. Because from my readings and from things that I have seen, is that he have had several um, encounters with the law. Maybe this has been going on for a long time. I do not know. But that's not God designed for us. God did not design us to stay in a situation, in a relationship, be it male or female, where we are being abused, where violence is taking place and we are staying there and be quiet. And those of us who know about it are encouraging couples to stay together because God hate divorce. God loves us 
And he wants us to be comfortable and to be happy. He said, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health. So if he says he wish above all things that we prosper and be in good health, we're not supposed to just take one part of the scripture and then leave the other part. When we're reading, we need to read the whole thing. We need to, we need to, uh, um, we need to understand the whole thing. We need to take the whole thing and not just take part of it. We need to take it all. Read it all, not just read the section that we want to that we want to, to read and then leave the rest behind. It's it's not it's not that simple, you know. Uh, where he says, you know, uh, wives, it says about wives obey your husband. Uh, I think that's 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 what they they, um, they tend to go on basically that the wife is supposed to obey her husband because the husband is the head of the home, but don't just read that part there are other parts that the scripture you need to read the other parts which says that you know as christ as christ is the head of the church yeah so let so let um wives be their own to their own husband but how did christ be the head of the church how did christ treat the church what did he do how did he do it now, if a husband would not hate himself, would not um, hurt himself, would not do all those wickedness to himself, why would you do it to another person? So when he says treat, you have to treat each other with respect. You have to communicate. And if there is no communication, if you cannot communicate with one another, if there is no, if there is a breakdown and there is no way of that coming back together, then separated don't take somebody's life because they choose not to be with you anymore because of the treatment that you're giving them why is it happening there is a force there is a force and that force is dark and it's time that we we, we stand up against it it's time that we all rise up against it it's time that we educate we need to bring education into this because there is something that is happening it cannot be that women have got to stay there and take it and take those things it cannot be it cannot be that we have got to stay there and and, and suffer in silence suffering in silence is not something that we that we have to undergo you know we just take one part of the scripture and then we leave the other part he said for the husband is the head of the wife even as christ is the head of the church and he is the savior of the body you know so this these things are being misinterpreted the whole thing is being misinterpreted, and it all stems from religion. This is not about religion. We cannot mix religion and spirituality uh, at the same time. 
There is, there is a difference. Religion will tell you don't do this and don't do that. Religion will tell you that you, you can be this and you can be that and you can go here and you can't do that and you can't speak. Women shouldn't speak. Women shouldn't say anything. That's religion. When we're talking about spirituality, we have got to think about ourselves. Ourselves come first. Before you could love anyone else, you have got to love yourself. You have got to love you because if you don't love you, then you can't love anyone else. And it's just pure and simple. There is no ifs and there is no buts about that. No ifs and no buts. You have to love you. You have to have that compassion, that self-compassion, that com be compassionate towards yourself. You have to put yourself first. Putting everybody else first above you is not the way to go. You have got to put you first because if you are in the right place, if you are in the right mind, if you are thinking straight, then you can be there for the family. Then you can be there to do the things that are necessary to see the success of your family. And what is success? Success is about, most people put success about money. Money is not everything. Money is energy. Money is a vehicle. It drives commerce. It gets you where you need to do. It gets you to be able to do the things you want to do, to help others, to, to give to others, to see others prosper. But money is not, is not about life. Loving you and loving the person that you went into and standing in front of the minister in the altar and say, I love you, you know, till death do us part in sickness and in health. So when we say in sickness and in health, we should take all the beatings and be silent. And then religion tell us that we have got to stay there. And religion tell us that we have to obey. And religious tell us we must not speak. And religious tell us that, you know, just stay in a corner and be silent. And religious tell us don't talk about it because it is taboo. Nobody should know that this is happening. Nobody should know that we are enduring this suffering. Just put a smile on your face, put your mask on. So not only do we have to suffer, uh, in pain and keep it silent, we also have to not talk about it. So we are being hurt in so many ways. Now, when this happens, what do you think happens? It affects us mentally, it affects us spiritually, it affects us physically, it affects every area. And then when you beat us, then you want to come and say, you want to have make love. How could you want to make love? And then you lie on this person and say, I love you. Come on, do you understand what the meaning of love? Do you understand the meaning of love? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for us to confront this epidemic. It's time for us to confront it and confront it head on. Head on. There is no ifs and there is no buts about this. No one should lose their life in a relationship. No one, be it female, be it male, be it boy or girl, no one. No one should have to endure sexual abuse and violence, domestic violence. No one. That's not what life is all about. 
that's not what life is all about. I was in that situation and I had to walk away. I could have been that well, in that statistics. Now think about it. I had to walk away over 20 years ago and this is still happening and it's getting, it doesn't seem to be lessening. It just seemed to be increasing day after day after day. I would hear of someone being killed. Day after day, I would hear of someone saying to me that I didn't know my friend uh, mother was experiencing abuse because her daughter and I, you know, her daughter could hear her mom at night, her head being banged against the, the wall and she's suffering in silence and we go into church or we go into whatever. Now, this is, this is terrible. And I am not ashamed. I am not ashamed to talk about it. I'm not ashamed to say to women that you need to, we need to talk about it. You need, if you need someone to speak to, I am here to, to um, converse with you. I am here to speak. I'm here to tell you how did I walk away from it? What did I do to save my life? Your life is important. You have life is a gift. It has been given to us and we all have a purpose. And when we fulfill our purpose, what we do is help others. So my purpose in life is to speak up. My purpose in life is to help as many women save themselves and explain to you, tell you why I, how I, how I did. I know some, some women probably don't want to be saved. Some women just want to stay in the situation because they believe that's what should happen. I personally don't believe that. I personally don't think that that is what should be happening. I personally do not think that what that's what God wants for us. We need, we don't take what somebody tell us. You know, he said, study to show yourself approved. So when someone preached something to us, we need to go and read it again. We need to go and revise it because Christ would not do anything that will harm us. He gave us choices. We have a choice to make. We either choose right or left. We choose up or down. We choose good or bad. We have choices. We have choices and the choices we make will determine, will determine the life we live. The choices we make will determine who we touch and what examples are we leaving for our children and grandchildren? This is a generational curse and we need to break it. And it, it, have, it, it doesn't know um, color. It has no color, it has no gender, you know, but women, we know women suffer the most. Not that men, it doesn't happen to men, but I am talking about women because as a woman, I understand and I know what it is to endure, to endure, to go through that and endure it and stay silent and say nothing. And you have bruises on your skin and you cover it up with makeup and do all sorts so that nobody knows that you, you're suffering because you can't talk about it because it's taboo. Come on. What's taboo about that? What's taboo about a woman being abused? 
What's taboo about a woman staying in that situation and losing her life? What's taboo about that? What's taboo? It's a religious thing. It's a religion, again, saying to us, pro prohibit us from talking about it. Prohibit us from associating with anyone who would have been uh, domestically abused or sexually abused. Religion. We need to stop this. <laughs> we need to stop talking about, you know, allowing religion to stop. It's going on in many parts of the world. Religion. Religion, religion, religion. We need to stop it. And the only people who can stop it is us. It's us because the government have laws, but those laws are not working for us as women. It is not working. And it's time for us to come together. When you think about it, you know, when you think about it, 7 million Seven, seven, 753 million women dying yearly. 137 women dying a day, either from a family member or uh, whether it's a, 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 their partner or whoever it is. Why? Why is it that our life is meaningless? Without the woman, there can be no family. Without the woman, there is no production taking place. So why? Why are we treating women the way we do? Now, I just want you to sit down and ask yourself a question. If you know of someone being abused and suffering in silence, don't stay quiet. And if you out there are listening to me and you are in that situation, don't stay in that situation. You can pray and you can fast and you can do all the things you want to do and you can say, you know, bring down heaven. And if that person is not willing to change, you can't change them. If their mind is hell-bent on causing damage to you, you can't change them. What you have to do is to devise a plan. Be wise. Use wisdom. You know, say, be wise and, and make a plan. How are you going to get out of it? What are you going to do? Not everyone you can tell your secrets to. And sometimes you just have to keep everything to yourself because again, the word of God says, what your right hand do, don't let your left hand know because you can't trust your left hand. So you have to make your plan and you have to make a decision. This is what I'm going to do and you're going to walk away. I mean, only this week I spoke, you know, I spoke on Clubhouse and there was another woman who was being abused by her partner and she's still in the marriage, but she feel trapped because she became ill and now he is the breadwinner and she's not the breadwinner anymore and she had a, a, a big corporate job. 
but she, she fell ill. And because he is the breadwinner, he's doing, you know, taking advantage. I mean, come on. Where is the love? What do when we when you when you when you get married or before you got married, where is the love? But then again, we in some cases we have to say that we did not pay attention. You know, when we when we are told that we need to get married because our body clock is running down, we need to have children, we need to do this, and we just get married because it's a, like a pre-arrangement and you go ahead and you do it knowing very well that you shouldn't do it because I knew, I knew even on the day of my wedding, I knew I should not have gotten married. But I went ahead because I was a people pleaser. I was pleasing others instead of pleasing myself. So some of you right now, if you are getting ready to get married, you need to know did you, did you, you need to have that courtship. You need to know that that is the right person for you. And if you see the red flags, because the red flags will come up. When you see those red flags, run away. Run away. Don't run to it. Don't run into it. Because you're not going to be able to change it. You're not going to be able to change it. You have got to run away. Running away is your only answer. Running away is the only thing that you can do to save your life. So I guess you can see <laughs> that I am passionate about this because I think life is, is worth living. Life is a gift. And you don't let anyone distinguish your light before the time. You don't let anyone take that light away from you. Because that light is supposed to shine, shine and shine and shine. And bring health and healing to others. I want to thank you for listening to me. I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. And I want, you know, you can read, you can, you can write to me. Uh my email address is lavi, L-A-V-I-E, lavi health and wellness at gmail.com. If you have a question, if you want to know more, if you want to know more about what I am doing um, in terms of raising, uh, raising the awareness, I don't think I need to raise the awareness is there, but what I want to do is to change lives. That's my calling. That's my desire to change lives. So thank you for listening. Have a wonderful week. And I look forward to coming to you again next week. So this is the Unstoppable Live podcast with Werner Hayward. I see you soon. Take care and God bless.